Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of It Could All Be So Simple. I'm your host, Doc J, Doc Johnson, Hood Hitch, all of the above. And uh, yeah, man, we back. I uh, just want to take a minute to our weekly reminder that Kobe and Nip should be here. Mama Mentality Marathon continues. I got these two brothers looking at me on my in my little makeshift studio here at the house on these posters I got on the wall. And um, hopefully y'all can apply that to whatever your your everyday motivational needs can be. Um, I do want to take a minute. Make sure y'all follow me on Twitter at So Simple Pod. Once again, that's at So Simple Pod. Um, and then on Instagram, uh, it could all be so simple pod. So it's the whole thing. Kind of long, but it is what it is. Pause if applicable. Um, but yeah, man, so I hope y'all enjoyed y'all Valentine's Day. Uh, for me, I actually have a, a model with Valentine's Day that I personally don't buy gifts, but I'm more of a let's do something for each other. Uh, so for us, we went to Vegas. Um, we went out there, had some fun, spent some money, lost some money, didn't win no money. Um, but we partied, we had fun and shit, just took a minute just to have some adult time. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. So I had something that actually pretty interesting that happened. Um, I submitted a question to the Joe Budden podcast as part of their uh, part of the show thing. Um, shout out to them guys. Um, and just kicking back, watching it chilling in my man cave you know smoking just kind of vibing out really at the end of the night about to go to bed and they read my question at the end of the pod uh on their patreon episode well i'm like what the fuck not that i didn't expect it or that i really get like super attached to shit like that but it was cool i ain't even gonna front i ain't about to sit here and be mr cool guy either that shit was dope fucking yelled at the top of my lungs for my, my wife to come in the room i was like oh shit and it actually just so happened to be now, um, by osmosis, our question of the day. So, um, actually, I can let y'all hear it better than I can tell you. So, let's do this. Boom. I'm getting out of here with Doc. Short and to the point. How do you handle being the friend that has slept with most of the friends? <laughs> Welcome to Privilege, nigga. Round of applause. <laughs> That was me once upon a time. Yeah. I used to be that guy. Years ago. I ran through a couple friend circles. <laughs> so that's going to lead us into our question of the day. Exactly that. What do you do when you are the friend who has slept with most of the friends? And what I mean by that is, it's going to sound super conceited. It's going to say, and I do not mean it that way. And that's where I want to kind of make sure I get that out there. That this is not coming from no like, oh yeah, because I I just get bitches and I. It's nowhere near like that. My advice is always going to be for the real niggas, for the ones who are stand on morals and values and all that shit. So I don't want anybody to think that this is anything other than trying to anything other than that. This is not trying to manipulate nothing. This is not trying to do any of that. This is for only when these are your real, real friends. So what do you do when you are the friend who has slept with or been tried by most of your friends? Like the same same friend group. So we're going to try to cover how do you maneuver that? How do you turn it down and save the friendship? How do you accept it and not ruin the friendship? And what do you do when they want more? And I'm talking about sex. 
Everything else is I'm, everything else is a fuck buddy. But so I'm not talking about what do you want and want more as far as like a relationship or anything like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what do you do when you cross that line at one time? Boom. Just pure on some. It could be whatever. We'll cover all of it in a little bit. But when they come back and they want more sex and not emotions, how do you maneuver that? And again, it, it sounds conceited. It sounds like, oh, well, you just you're a scumbag. You fuck all your friends. That means you're not really a friend. And this and uh, I'm actually talking about the opposite. I'm talking about what do you do when it's you? They are coming to you. You could be the hey, you know what? Why? Because I'm just a single fly friend or you're just a single fly friend who has it all together. Uh, got their mind right. Just everything about you is just a one and solid and attractive. That's more on the sexual side. So when you got in, when you're in a situation where you're the friend who has the the whatever it may be to that person that just makes you want them. That's the best way that I can describe it. What if you're the freaky friend that's just down for whatever? What if you got you know you got some of the friends who are in a in a group. And I'm not talking about running through a, a girl that you're talking to or a guy. But again, I always speak from my perspective, a girl that you're talking to and you fuck all her friends. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your friends. Not specific to associates or, oh, we just cool. I'm talking about your people. A lot of people would argue, oh, well, then that's not your friend. I argue the opposite. Because to my point. What if you're the friend who, whatever it may be sexually, they know that you're into that or that you're open for it. And one or two of them and that are friends, that your friends know that about you. Oh, shit. And now they with it. And now they want to experiment. Now they want to try. Knowing that isn't going to be no judgment, no this, no that. It ain't going to be any of that. And now they try you. You could be the the you could be the friend who doesn't make them feel like a like a weirdo about not even a fetish, not even something sexual, just about them, period. They can be the socially awkward person. They could be the the one who is cute or pretty or whatever it may be, but they just don't get a lot of uh a lot of attention. And you being their friend, you're there, you giving them genuine attention. They can be attracted to that. And they just they just want to fuck. So all this is light. This is nothing. No, no emotional shit or anything like that. Or you could be the friend or the couple. You you could be the friend who has the 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 significant other who is with the shits and maybe down for threesomes, maybe down for all of that. I'll qualify it and I'll touch on this way later. I'm a polyamorous, polyamorous man in a polyamorous relationship. Me and my wife have been together 13 years. We have a girlfriend that we've been together all of seven years. Our friends know that. Let me give this other disclaimer. We have been in situations and this is not about I'm not calling nobody out. I'm not dropping no names or nothing. This is just a broad stroke of a brush that just covers all across the board. So I'm not saying that we have run through our friends. We have not putting that shit out there. So for the ones that's listening to all that shit. Y'all know what's up And if it's not about you It's not about you However For the ones that it is about 
it is about and it is what it is. But and I'm and no no names, no face, no case. We ain't doing that. But that's also been our experience. That doesn't necessarily have to be everybody's experience, but people will see us and be like, yo, what the fuck? Okay, well, tell me this, tell me that, tell me this, tell me that, da 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 da. Next thing you know, random random game night, shit happens, and then that'd be that. And we're and we'll get to that in a letter. But that don't even necessarily got to be the case. For the and then my my relationship is not necessarily, uh, it's not necessarily taboo, but it's not the norm. So I won't say it's not abnormal, but it's not the, also not the not the norm. So we ain't getting into all that shit, but. I'm talking more so about in my situation before, even when I was single, I was that friend sometimes that kind of covered each individual one. So what qualifies me to talk about it? Again, I've been that friend on both sides. I've been the friend that somebody has slept with my friend, me, the other homie or whatever. And it's not even on no like, oh, yeah, it's, it's not even us looking at it like. Oh yeah, we ran through her shit. She went through us. Cool, fine, everything is all good. No issues, no nothing. Nobody, no judgment, no nothing. Happened at different times, of course. I'm not talking about that, but I'm more so talking about everything else surrounding it. That you would think that most men, like you would think, it's the guy who hit. No, these are these is like my people. And mind you, this is years ago. I was probably high school, college area uh, era. But still, still same premise, nonetheless. Then you got to think about, okay, well, then. You feel a certain type of way with that. But then you got to remember, okay, well. In in all those situations, it's you actually being pursued. So if you're the friend. Who who essentially has hit. Your friend group. And then maybe spills over into their friend group, whatever it may be. Typically in those situations, it's you. They're coming to you. You're the one being pursued. And this is guy or girl. But again, I'm speaking from my my experiences. And then the experiences of others, I'll try to trinkle in there. But I'm typically the friend that, that was pursued. And not. And again, it's not on no casita shit or anything like that. But I just know that, I, of course, I wasn't the only one. Meaning like I have some of my closest, closest homeboys that I grew up with that I know they've been in the same situation with their extension of a friend group with their homegirls. So what happens because of different things in different ways and shit that you just may be attracted to and whatever, whatever, whatever. And you got to keep in mind, too. You really want to make sure you turn down more than you accept because it, a lot comes along with that. And I've turned down more advances than I've accepted. And the ones that I've accepted have been in. The most random, random, super random situations. And and that's typically how it happens. If you if this is predetermined or this is uh, premeditated, then this is not this specific podcast is not for you. I think I made one about fuck buddies that that go listen to that one. This is more so about when you are the one. And how to handle it. And in that situation, you want to make sure that you're the one who to who. These are your friends. So in those situations that I've been in, it's been the most random drinking, going out. We catch a vibe. Something happens and then boom, and it never happened again. So then you got to think about what do you do when when a friend does try you? So let's just say I use some of my scenarios where 
my spot to be was like TGI Fridays. That's how long ago this shit was. Mind you, I didn't take my first drink till I was had my first drink till I was 23 years old. Right. So super late bloomer in that aspect of it. So was married early. All that good shit. I was a whore early, settled down early, back to being a whore early and then settled down. Now I'm good. But um, during that stretch after my divorce, it was like, yo, I'm out here now. So my thing was TGI Fridays. All of the homies would go. All the homegirls would come out. Let's say we go and I'm freestyling here, but let's just say out of out of three months, we went twice a month, every month. Same group, same night, same same everything. One thing leads to another. Me and one of the and being we're not even friends no more, but and not even because of no beef, we just got older, grew apart and everything else, but we still see each other on social media, whatever, but hooked up after Fridays one night and that was it. So I was like, what do you do though? Cause she, she tried me that night. It was like a, she made her advance and it's like, Oh shit. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Right. So then now before I even go, I'm like, Oh, okay. So throughout that little, let's just say eight o'clock it happened. Let's say I, Seven o'clock, she tried me. I've got to ask myself, is it worth it? And what I mean by that is I'm I want to think with the right head. Yes, I would I and if this is your friend, you're always that's gonna be your first natural instinct of like, okay, oh damn, but nah, this is my I'm not talking about friends who are family either. Like I got I got a group of homegirls that's like my sisters, and I look at them like that, so I can never even be on that wavelength with them. So this is what I'm talking about. Like, yo, no, just your your your, your homegirl. That's not on the 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 family friend or friend family rather level. I'm talking about somewhere like the, just that friend. So I don't want to beat that dead horse. But anyways, she tried me. I got that one little hour to figure it out. Okay, well, do I would I really do this with such and such? We start vibing. We start doing this. You know what I'm saying? Everything is cool. Okay, well, damn, am I attracted to them or am I just horny? Or both. And if it's both, it's it's worse because when you're attracted to them and you're horny, that's more, again, back to being on the fuck buddy level. But if you're just horny, then you got to give the best performances, the best performance that you can possibly get or give rather. Because you're it's it's a no strings attached. Everything is just a random ass random ass hookup with a friend that was just down and you were down and y'all can look at it however you want to look at it. But it was just a one time one one, one shot or is what my pops used to say. And you got to give the performance of your life and the performance have to just be based off of the sex. Physically, what do you like? I'm going to tell you what I like and then we're going to get we're going to get it popping and we're close enough and comfortable enough to be able to talk about it even during the act. We can laugh through it. Uh-uh, I don't like that. What the fuck? Or whatever, whatever. Once you get past that, that weirdness, and then cool, boom. And now you can give your, your best performance based off of just, just performance and sex. If you're attracted, then you got to give your best performance emotionally. Again, this is strictly about the friends, so... You want to make sure, okay, well, I know that 
if this is your friend, you're going to kind of know enough because y'all talk enough to know maybe what's going on or what is, what she's looking for historically throughout your friendship, what she likes or whatever it may be. And you're attracted to them emotionally. This is not just a I'm horny. It's. I'm a I'm attracted to you that which made me horny versus me and my friend who I never even looked at it like that. But we out we vibing. We had a bar. We drinking. One thing leads to another. I know when you drink a certain thing and smoke a, and, and if you smoke before you drink. Versus drink before you smoke, you're two different people. And in this particular scenario, this was the this was the concoction that you put together that just gets you in the mood. And I'm the vessel. Let's get it popping. Versus the friend who like, yo, such and such has always been cute to me. And now I want to fuck him or her. Fuck them. And then boom. Now you got both. Then you got to prepare for something long term. If I'm attracted to you and I'm horny. And you're thinking with both aspects like that. That's why I say. Those are those other two scenarios are different, even though they sound similar, but they're not. These this is the the both the both is. I'm sexually attracted to you and I'm physically attracted to you simultaneously, emotionally attracted to you. Versus one leading to the other. Those are always going to be two different things. And in that case, you're going to prepare for something long term. That's when you're going to get into the fuck buddy situation, which can develop into something more, something more, something more, something more, something more. And then you're married for 13 years. Haha. But anyways, um, and then you got if none. Remember, and I'm a, I'm a, I say this a couple of times throughout here, but you just have to remember if a friend tries you and then you're not physically attracted to them, emotionally attracted to them sexually attracted to them then remember that this is still your friend so be easy with that it's easy it's easy as friends to joke your way out of something not realizing that the other person might be might be serious about what they're saying yeah we joke all the time and we may be with the funny funnies all the time and all that good shit but right now i'm serious i'm letting you know that I, you know, I want to pursue something or what's up, what's up for the night, whatever the situation may be. You can easily be like, man, if you don't get the fuck out of here, man, what the, ah, and now they got it. Now they're put in a situation, man, <laughs> you know, I was just playing with you. I'm just fucking with, uh, but they really could have meant that. So just kind of, you just want to be easy if that's the case. And that's the, that's now we're talking about the first friend. Because as it progresses, it's going to get more interesting and more intricate. But that's just the first friend. So now what do you do when you realize it's multiple friends? So now you went out one night with with uh, such and such. I can't even fucking make up names because I don't want nobody to even feel a certain type of way. If you think it's about you, I promise you it's not. If the situation applies to you and it is about you, then it's all said with love. And you know the truth. So <laughs> um, it is what it is. But anyways... If we're out and about and now me and such and such had this first go around and then now a few months later, same situation have happens with another friend. And now you're in a situation to where you find out nothing over exaggerated, but maybe there's about four friends in your in your group, in your circle. Either through them or from you, 
Meaning, if I got two homegirls and their homegirls, but now they also have their own individual outside group, and maybe there's one extra there, like a like a fucking family tree, <laughs> a friend tree. Then now you start to kind of wonder, like, okay, wait, hold up. What's happening here? If they're really, truly your partners, you're going to take that minute to be like, uh, hold up. What's happening here? And then you got to keep in mind, then that's when it starts to click. Oh, shit. They may have been talking. Because the same way that you would talk to them about some shit, what makes you think that they won't go and talk their own shit? Kind of related, but not. I have a, a group chat. Is me, my lady, and my three best friends that are like my sisters. They're th- those are the ones that I'm talking about. Like it would, it, it couldn't be, would never be. We've been trying to plan a motherfucking game night for months now. And congratulations to my homegirl. She just got married on uh, on New Year- New Year's Day. New Year's Day. So congrats. Um, we've been trying to book a, a a a game night, but we haven't because she was getting married. Everybody freed up. Everybody is good to go now. And every single time I text the group, all right, man, what the fuck? Stop playing games. Let's line this up because we keep talking about it. And y'all keep running from the Uno smoke. They take a minute to write back because what they do, and I know y'all motherfuckers do this shit. They probably text their own group chat. Yo, let's try to come up with a day and boom, boom, boom. So now we got something. And then they all of them just miraculously will hit the group at the same time. Oh, well, I'm free this weekend. Oh, damn. I'm just so happy to be free this weekend. Now, mind you, I know they're doing it kind of halfway on purpose or whatever, but that's because in their group, I'm the new friend, even though I've known them fucking ever. Damn, almost 20 years. Shouts to that. Um, anyways, but I know that happens. So bringing it back in, bringing it back home to this situation, if word of mouth can happen on some silly shit, and maybe something that you were involved in from before, just whatever it may be, yo, when we gonna line this up, when we gonna do this, okay, well, such and such wants to go kick it, da 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 da. If it can happen that way, then it definitely is gonna happen this way when we're talking about now sex and we're talking about good sex. So that's now, we. so if you're gonna get word of mouth that way, you're definitely gonna get it the other way. And it's the same steps as before, but just slower. So you gotta ask yourself, is it worth it? Are you attracted to them or just horny? If it's horny, then you gotta just, just, Shit, just go to one ticket to Pound Town, beat it up, but beat it up in a way that's going to be beneficial to both. Because performance is, a lot of people think performance is based on, performances is, in my in my book, 80-20. It's 80% of me, 20% of knowing what I need to do to you. That's when it goes based on, strictly on sexual performance. I know the things that I'm good at. So I'm going to make sure I got that in my arsenal. And then now I'm a game plan and I'm going to tie it to you based off of our history that I know we're friends. You've told me what you like and don't like. So now I got to apply that. You're going to ask yourself, okay, well, what if I'm attracted to them? So then now I'm going to go based off of what I know that you need emotionally, meaning that I can't just fuck you just this one time because it's going to emotionally affect you. So I'm not going to fuck with you at all. Or I'm going to go about it in a way to where I know that I still will be able to provide what you need emotionally, knowing that we're only going to hit a certain wall or a certain ceiling. Rather, I'm going to be aware of that. So I'm going to go about this one time encounter with caution. 
on top of the fact that I'm going to go about it based off of your emotional state. And we're going to talk about it because I want to make sure that you know me well enough the way that I know you well enough that if you know that I'm doing this. Then I'm this is no manipulation type shit like no, we chose to cross this line together, even if it is a one shot deal. You're going to revert back to if it's both, then, okay, well, let me go. So I'm saying all of that is just going to be a slower process. Same steps, but the process has to be slower due to the fact that now you're talking about multiple friends. That kind of goes into the. If it's the more, the more. It's going to sound crazy, but the more. You I don't want to say this, the more you decide to cross the line with your friend group for whatever the reasons may be like i said earlier you could be this friend you could be this friend you could be the type that's down for whatever the couple the thruple the boop the wop the boop the bop it don't even matter you're going to take all of that in consideration but the more that you are that that you're that person the more friends that come to you because of you're that person is what i'm trying to say that means now you run the risk of now multiple losing multiple friends because you can go about it in a way that's just really not going to be the beneficial, the most beneficial for the relationship. And now you didn't fuck, you didn't fucked up, you didn't fucked and fucked up all your friends and your friend situation. But the reason why I even go because the the cliche is no, if that's really your friend. You don't want to cross that line. You don't want to do that. Friends be fucking friends. So <laughs> let's 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 clear the air there. It happens. We're adults. We're grown. The only reason why it happens is because we're adults and we're grown. Because when you was doing it back then, I, I say back then, meaning like for me in my early 20s. No, nah, no, nah, we cool. We cool. We cool. That's just a, a figure of speech. But I'm talking like, again, this is for your friends. So the more of the friends that you fuck. And the more they talk about it and the more they talk amongst themselves, it's the increase of the risk of the friends being over. There's a sugar free quote. And I'll, people always say like there's a whole there's a whole lot hove line for anything like they say uh, really out in the east. J, there's a Jay-Z bar for everything. For me, there's a sugar free bar or song or any for any type of relationship situation you may be going through. Look at the source, of course, but it's not just on some if you look deeper than what he's talking about versus this pimp player type mentality, it's not even that. So he says on one of the songs, and I'm paraphrasing, but he's talking to himself in character. One like as his uncle, and he's talking like if it's him talking to his uncle, "Hey nephew, some some some, uh, any of them, any of them girls in 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 school are in your life ever told you that they love you? Like, oh yeah, man, all the time, man. Uh, whatever. Well, be careful because some of them might have meant that shit, and then the beat drops." So you can take that just as a little skit or whatever, whatever, whatever. But I took this. Now, mind you, this is on DJ Quick's album under the influence fucking years ago. I think I was high school, 2002. But that stuck with me. Because essentially how I took it was. If the back to what we're talking about, if if uh, if the other friends are talking in their group chat before they come back and reconvene with you one on one, they're talking. So if all of them are saying one thing, if all of them are saying, you know what, yo, I'm really low key, I'm actually kind of feeling them. The other ones maybe just be saying it for lip service, but just be careful because one of them just might mean it. That can take that can go the other way It can go in so many different ways. But in this particular case, just be careful, because the more you talking to them, 
you're going to increase the risk of, the risk of, of, of losing them, but you're also going to increase the risk of missing what the hell they're saying. Because one of them just might be into you and you just really not paying attention because you just like, ah, man, oh, they always say that shit. They could be, you know what? I, I nah, it's just sex. Oh, yeah. OK, that's when you that's that's from a nigga's perspective. You really going to start getting lost in your ego and all of the kind of shit. But nah, if you again, regardless of friends or not, you, you as a man, you're going to get caught up in that. Once you get out of that, you take your minute to just get over your man shit. Be careful because they just might mean that. And now you're the one who likes that one. I haven't been in that situation, but I have plenty of other friends in my, (laughs) not in that group, but I have other friends that have been in that situation that I know that it really fucked with them. It's like, yo, damn. I I just thought that that was was just mouthpiece. Like, nah, fam, they really not fucking with you. Or nah, my nigga, they really fucking with you. Now we get into how do you accept it and not ruin the friendship? Because you can be so again, everything earlier is just assuming that everything was all good and kind of skimming through the like the actual steps of it. But now what do you do? How do you accept it and not ruin the friendship? Because you can accept it and just keep it moving. And you hit once you now the way that you go about it, you going about it with integrity. And in in consideration of what your, your 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 peoples are going through, your friends. But it can still come off as you just bagging and tagging all of them. You just hitting the sticking and moving, hitting and quit it, whatever term you want to put on it, but it can come off that way. So how you can accept it and not ruin the friendship is one, even amongst the inner friend group, meaning your internal, like it's me. And then it could be three of my homegirls who they're friends all through me and know of each other, but I'm going to say no of each other. They're friends through me. And when they don't may not kick it outside of me. So if I have like a game night or a birthday dinner or just a, yo, let's just all get together. When we all get together, everybody's clicked up. And then when we go break apart, everybody has their own now outside group, but within the, within the group, your personal group, how you can accept it and not ruin that friendship is by keeping it fun and keeping the other friends out of it. So this is not something that you just go go around. Oh shit. This is not something that you go around just talking to just talking about. Just because oh we're all friends, so you can know about this. You can know. I am a I am a uh advocate for a gentleman never kisses and tails. Right? However, if you there there's always gonna be some some asterisks next to that because all gentlemen kiss and tail. It just depends on who you kissing and who you telling. There's some bodies that I'm going to take to the grave that people know about that I'll never speak on out of respect for whatever the situation may be. Doesn't take away the fact that it happened, but uh, it's just, a, you just certain things you just don't even want to talk about for whatever reasons they may be. Nothing crazy, but just out of respect for whatever they knew situation may be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But even within your friends, that's how it gets tricky and it's slippery because a gentleman never tells, but they. But what happens when you tell the friend, but the friend is who you're fucking? So like everybody has that. Well, what? Because they'll know. Oh, what happened when you talk to? I use me. Oh, what happened when you when you talk to Eric? 
And it's like, oh, okay, well, this happened, 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 this happened. But now when I'm the person who you would tell that to, it gets tricky. Simpler way of putting it would be if me and you talk about everything and I know that you go and talk to your friend about the, the other homegirl about everything. Now it gets tricky because how do you go tell her about me and you when me and her may have a situation that she won't go back that she now has to go back and tell you. So the safest way is just even if it's all on the up and up, we're going to keep the other friends out of it. We're going to keep y'all all everybody's business stays their business. When it starts to get messy, that's when you know, that's also the signal when you know that somebody's working with, with, with feelings. And that's also why it, it goes to keep the sex less planned and just try to keep it at once. Because the more, the longer it continues, back to what I was saying, yeah, you're going to increase the risk with the more of the friends you mess around with, but you're also going to increase the risk with that one friend if the sex keeps happening. Because eventually, and I do fall on that, that side of it, eventually one of you are going to, is going to uh, start having feelings. And then at that point, that's when shit starts to get messy. And it's, it doesn't mean that, oh, because I like you and we should be this. And it's like, no, you started to fall before I did. And I don't know if I ever will because I enjoyed what this was. I am the guy who can keep it strictly sex, but I'm also the guy who fell for his fuck buddy. So I've had that happen before. So it ties into earlier how not to ruin the friendship. It's just based the sex on performance. And it's going to be based off of you being horny or the, the attraction. And it should only happen once. And on top of that, that's what makes it fun because you only get one shot to perform and be done anyway. And that's how it should be. So you want to give it your best shot because you and you and her now can make it fun or you and them can make it fun. Y'all can talk through it. You can tell me you can this, you can that. And now you can treat that experience. And now you can, if it opens the door for maybe one more time on a random night, on a random humbug months, years later, whenever it may be. Now, you know how to maneuver through it. Now you can just keep it just strictly based on that performance factor versus like, oh, my God, he treated me just so well. And, you know, he just gets me. It's like my best friend versus like, nah, he fucked the shit out of me and we need to run that back. But I ain't thought about it since the last time it happened either. And then you get into how do you accept it? How do you how do you accept it? And. How can I put this without? How do you accept the advance, but not cross the, the sexual line? And you do that by just really, really remembering. Your friends. I'm, I'm taking the flirty banter. I'm taking all of that, but you're also still my friend. So at that point now, I have to stop being flirty because you initiated the flirt and I'm flirting back. But I also don't want to cross that line. I don't want to fuck. And that can really it, it, get, it gets weird because. 
now you're dealing with somebody who is in a situation where they feel vulnerable and you shot me down. So you just want to kind of stick and move on that situation. I just want to make sure I want to get that out. But how do you accept it and not ruin it? More to that. None of this applies to the associates, which is why it's tricky, because this is really your friend. If you could talk before, then do that. But if not, talk and laugh about it afterwards, because that's going to be the only way. Laughter to me is the, is the best way to make things less awkward, but have the possibility to make things more awkward. Because everybody has an awkward laugh. <laughs> oh, my God, I just want to, see, I want to get out of this situation. <laughs> or you got the ones like, yo, you're nasty as fuck, yo. Like, I fucking told you. And now y'all can just laugh about it. And then you can just keep it moving. If you acknowledge like, OK. All the friends know, because that also applies to it. How do you how do you accept it and not ruin the outside friendships? The friends who may get in that situation that now the other friends are judging it. It could be because they wanted to fuck around first. Who knows? But this doesn't just apply to how do you ruin that one on one friendship individually with each individual person? It's like, no, how do you not ruin now just the the vibe of when we all kick it? Because now it's like, oh, well, you know, Doc and such and such. Or such and such and doc or blah, 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 blah. It could be any of that. How do you avoid all of that? That's all that also applies to to all of this. So how you avoid it is just acknowledging that everybody may know and it's okay. And you got to be okay. That's going to be another episode eventually, but just how to just to let things be. Not everything has to be so gossipy, gossipy. You know what I'm saying? And then if you keep in mind that, remember, it's you when it's not them, meaning they came to you. That's I don't know arrogant shit. That's just a, a reminder of like, yo, let's not make this the situation sticky because I was chilling. And whatever my situation was at that time, like, yo, I I can vibe with you. I can this, I can that. We caught a vibe. We fucked around and that's it. And that you just and again, it's this does kind of tie into the the ego, male and female ego. And just the fact that, you know, sometimes it just feels good. That you just may be the friend who got it like that. Again, you may be the friend that's solid, funny, freaky, attractive, non-judgmental. I'm down for whatever. You already know what it is with me. You already know what you're getting from me because we didn't meet with our representatives meeting each other. And then from there, you met me on the up and up from day one. You know what I like? I don't like, you know, what you like about me and don't like about me. But the but what you like about me is outweighing what you don't like about me because you don't care what you don't like about me because we're friends. And so if that's the case with this one, then that has to be the case with the other ones. And it's okay to be that in my case, it well, once upon a time. It's okay that you gotta understand that you that you were that guy or that you were that girl. Because all of this applies to women too. It applies to whatever your sexual preference is, it applies to all of that shit. But it's still, no matter the case, it still applies. So I'll give an example of how it could all be so simple if you just take my advice, right? You have, again, these are all non-fuck buddy situations. In situations where it's just been horny, without giving up too much information, random game night, never in a million years would have thought that this situation would have happened with this friend. And one thing leads to another. We walk out and I mean, I walk out and go to the bathroom, come back. 
and there's a situation happening at my kitchen table that led to the bedroom. Boom. Talk about it afterwards. And she wanted her first threesome to be with some with the couple that she knew. Never happened again. That was that. Got situations where from the friend group, it was only one, but me and it was one girl who me and her, this is college. We do our, we do our thing, remain friends throughout the year. I mean, throughout the, just throughout the years, her friends that are my friends, they're not cool no more. And in that, and in that group, there's only one that I was physical with, but there's a, a an extension from there that I dated. And it was a one shot deal with the friend that now caused the issues from now when I dated somebody. And this is now a real dating situation. But the reason why it, it the only reason why I created issues was because they weren't friends no more. Everybody knew about it, but it just turned into some weird girl shit. And at that point, I made it easy and simple. I just removed myself from the situation. At that point, everything has to stop because that's more important. Friendship is definitely going to be more important. Another situation where homegirl who I grew up with, known since fucking fifth grade, always flirted throughout the years. We get to college. We mess around. That was it. Because it was just purely based on just being horny. I've been in situations where now there's an attraction, meaning the horniness is we kicking it, we vibing, whatever. And just right now, I just want to have sex. And you are the vessel for that. And I trust you and you trust me. And we both consenting adults. Boom. We get it done. That's that. Now you got the attraction side of it to where it can be handled simply with. I acknowledge that I'm attracted to you or you've acknowledged that you're attracted to me. We're attracted to each other. You come to me and you approach me after knowing each other X amount of years. Situation girl was a little bit younger than me. So by the time she turned 21, now we go into bars and shit together. She's cute. I'm cute. She tells me, woo, 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 woo. then now boom, we go do what we do. That happens now you figure i want to say like a year or two later her friend who i knew from before we get in contact with each other and now kind of a similar situation this is two three years later similar situation they're still cool we're all still cool this was 10 15 20 years ago however fucking long ago it was in college so it can happen. I've been in situations where it's been none. Or I'll get to that one. Both. I've been in situations where it's both, where, like I said, it can get tricky and it can get slippery because if you in a situation where you're just horny, and I just want to fuck. And then the person that's here who wants to fuck me too happens to be the person that I'm actually even a, I'm also attracted to them. Now you find yourself in a longer situation because I've been in that situation and been in that situation for the last 13 years. So that's why I'm when I say I'm qualified to speak about this shit, because that I've said that from before in previous episodes. Me and my lady were just fuck buddies at one point. Before that step, though. And I've said it before, 
She was the nigga. She was the one that came over that first night. Boom. We do what we do. She dipped. And I'm pulling up the blankets like, yo, you don't want to stay? Her line, God bless the dead. She says it all the time. We laugh and tell our, <laughs> and tell our friends the story. Um, she was like, nah, I got to get back home to my grandma. Like, she's expecting me to come home. I have to go home. So I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Mind you, we're adults, but I got it. Because she's like, nah, I stay at home with my grandma. Like, we early 20s, but or more me mid-20s, her early 20s. And she was still staying at home. I had to respect that, but I'm like, yo, I mean, we're talking about one minute to the next. I got up, went to the bathroom, came out. She's dressed. All right, I'm out. What the fuck? <laughs> so that's how you can get in a situation where it's both. I've been in a situation where it's none. And um, I'm going to put this. I got to keep this vague. So mutually amongst us three, we've been in situations where a friend has approached us. And we turned it down like, nah, we can't do that. But it's because, well, not only a couple, but a threat, like, wait, wait, hold up. And it's like, nah, we, we, we not doing that. But we had to remember the steps from before. How do you, how do you maneuver? We had to let them know up front, like, nah, and that's your, you're our friend. So this has nothing to do with you and how, why you're coming to us, which I'll leave out. But I knew why. We all knew why. And I was like, nah, we we can't we can't we can't do that because this this is not going to be just what what we would make it to be. But we had to do that by being solid, being thorough, move with integrity, move with morals, and moving in the best interest of them. Like your morals and your values and everything when it comes to your friends has to be based on them in the best interest of them because they're your real friends that you're dealing with. These are people who you care about and you would hope to have in your life for the rest of your life. So you want to make sure that you're going about it the right way because we are going to do it. No matter how you slice it, no matter how you want to. How, how, no matter how much you, you would think it's it's. Taboo, it's not. Friends be fucking friends. Friend, oh, there we go to t- friends fuck friends. F F and F F F F. And it happened. But if you do it, do it right. Do it with integrity. Be thorough with morals. If you see the theme of all these episodes, it's just moving in the way that's always going to just be in the best human nature of the other person. And if not, then you're just going to be lonely as fuck and you can have all these stories or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did this. I did that. And, they, and now you're just another body count. And if that's the case, it's not that they weren't your friends. You weren't the friend. But, hey, it could all be so simple. But y'all motherfuckers rather make it hard. I'm Doc J. Until next week, I holla. But you'd rather make it hard